Hi, welcome to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. Get a podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow, where we try to become the best versions of ourselves that we can for the Lord. Again, I'd like to show my appreciation uh, for your listening to the podcast. Appreciate your support. You know, we have over 130 followers on Spotify, which is great. You know, we have over 50 subscribers on YouTube. We've got over 90 downloads on iTunes and counting. We just appreciate not your support of me and, and, and the things that I'm doing, but of your support of the gospel and of wanting to learn and of wanting to grow and to challenge yourself and to challenge your faith and to self-examine yourself because that's what it's all about. You know, the scripture talks about studying to show thyself approved under God, right? A workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That's what we're all trying to do. We're trying to learn how to rightly divide. No matter, you know, what your education level is or, or where you are in your Christian law, in your Christian walk, you can always learn more. You can always learn how to do something better than what you used to do, you know? And so that's what this podcast is all about, and I appreciate your your support. Um, and I hope that your faith has grown um, just as mine has. Today, what we want to talk about in our podcast, we want to talk about prayer. But we've talked about it before, but we want to talk about it in a different, in a different sense, in a different light. We want to talk about prayer and how to improve our prayer life. How can I get my prayer life to be better, right? Sometimes I think as Christians we 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 kind of we're kind of lax on prayer sometimes, and sometimes we see it as just an action, something that we do in worship, something that we do when we need something, something that we do when we're in big trouble and we really just got to give it all to God and pray so He can help us. It's a little different, and I think what we're going to study today is really going to help us. How can I improve my prayer life? Number one, the first way you can improve your prayer life is to pray just to pray. Pray just to pray. Well, what what does that mean? You think about all the relationship books out there. You think about all the couples, all the marriage seminars, all the future marriage seminars, all whatever it is. There's one word that always comes up in every single relationship, class, book, whatever. And that word is communication. If one side doesn't communicate to the other side and vice versa, there's going to be mixed signals because this person thinks, well, that person's thinking this. Well, this person thinks, well, I guess that person's thinking this. And so, therefore, I'm just going to do my own thing since uh, that person doing this and vice versa. So, there's no communication. There's no um, telling how I feel. There's no telling how he or she feels about anything. It's all about well, what I think. And you're, you're going off of... Uh, presumptions rather than what the person actually feels and the thing about praying just to pray it helps you to grow your relationship with God because when we came out of the water when we were baptized we are now in a covenant relationship with God and so in any relationship don't you want communication yes and so don't you think God wants us to talk to him not because we need, not because uh, he needs us, because he doesn't. But the thing about God that's special is he does it because he wants it. And so we pray to him to show our dependence on him. We pray to him to show that, Lord, we trust you. We believe in you. We love you. We, we trust you. We know that you're going to help us. That's what prayer is. And that's when you'll see your prayer life begin to change. We don't see it as a, as a five action of worship. When you see it as, I'm going to do this to build my relationship with God. 
one thing that's helpful to me um, that I think will be very beneficial to you as well is, you know, sometimes in the mornings or when I'm, you know, done studying or in the middle of a study, I walk around my neighborhood where I used to walk when I was in middle school and high school. And I, I walk the same path. I go the same route every single time. And on that route, I pray, but I pray out loud. So I, I walk that route and I act like he's right there walking with me. And I just, I spill everything. I'm like, Lord, you know, this is going on and this is happening. And what do you think I should do about this? And I know your word says this, but, you know, what's my next course of action? You know, some people that wave to me and say hi, they think I'm kind of crazy because it looks like I'm talking to myself. But when you get back home after that walk, see how relaxing that is. See how relieved you feel when you felt like the Lord was on my walk with me and we we just got done talking and we talked about some certain things and I let him know some things going on in my life and vice versa right and so that's how we build our relationship with God pray just to pray remember in first Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 17 and again if you're new to the the podcast we use the scripture for everything and so in first Thessalonians 5 17 it simply says pray without ceasing And so keep talking, keep praying, keep hoping, keep trusting, because the Lord is the only one that can help us through that, right? And so number one, pray just to pray. Then number two, here's the big one, and where we're going to spend a little bit of the time uh, of the podcast today. Challenge yourself when you pray. Oh, what does that mean to challenge yourself when you pray? Okay, Let's, let's, let's talk about it this way. Have you ever prayed for someone that you really care for whether it's a boyfriend whether it's a girlfriend whether it's a mom dad a friend uh, a brother in christ a sister in christ have you ever prayed for that person before everyone should be shaking their head this way right yeah yeah i prayed for some of them before like that all right cool how did you feel when you prayed for that person you felt like i just brought his or her name before the throne of god and i know that the lord is going to help whoever that person is, right? And so it makes you feel good, right? Because you pray for that person. Here's how you challenge your prayer life. Really quick. Let, let's let's go here first. Let's let the scripture talk really quick. Go to Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5. And I want you to look at verse number 43 and 44, I believe. Yes. Matthew 5, 43 and 44. Now notice how Jesus starts this. He says, You have heard that it hath been said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. So Jesus is telling the people that's listening, I know all you think is you shall love the people that love you and you should hate your enemies and hate the people that hate you. I know that's what you hear. That's what you've been basing your life off of, right? Okay. But now, I want you to notice what he does here. He changes it. But I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them which hate you. Now watch what the scripture says. And pray for them. Wait. Okay, so we just talked about praying for someone that we love. 
We just talked about praying for someone we care about. We just talked about praying for someone that means so much to us. And there's nothing wrong with doing that. The Lord wants us to do that. But he also requires something else. Here's how you challenge your prayer life. Here's how you increase your prayer life. You have someone in your life that isn't your biggest fan. (laughs) They may not hate you. But they may not love you either. They may not think you're their best friend. But they may not think you're the best person either. Do you know that person by name? Do you know the people by name maybe? Possibly. Now here's how you challenge your prayer life. When you're mad at somebody. And let's say this person's name is. 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 Uh, is Joe. Okay. Let's say I'm mad at Joe. And Joe and I are friends. But Joe. For the last couple of years. Joe just hasn't been. The friend to me that I, that I thought Joe was. And so. we, Me and Joe. We get in a big fight. And Joe and I, we, we don't really talk anymore. I mean, we're cordial. I'll say hi to him. He'll say hi to me. But that that's really it, right? And when you're really mad at somebody, have you noticed that it's very hard for you to even say their name in another conversation? Have you ever noticed that before? So if, if you're talking maybe in prayer or, or something or to another person, hey, have you talked to Joe lately? No, I haven't. I haven't even talked to him. You say you'll use him, you'll use her, you'll use, well, I, I, I wish nothing but the best for Joe, but I, I really don't talk to Joe anymore, you know? You, you, we say stuff like that, and we, we become hurt to the point where we don't even want to utter their name in a conversation, right? But what does the Bible say here? All those people that are your enemies, all those people that curse you, you're to do good to them and you are to what does it say you are to pray for them this is how you challenge your prayer life see it's easy to say now let's say I have another friend named Sarah and I'm really good friends with Sarah it's easy for me to bow my head Lord please bless Sarah help Sarah in what she's doing please I'll always bless Sarah and make sure Sarah is is in the best condition possible it's very easy to do that, but it's very hard to do this, especially when you're still angry at him, especially when you're not talking. Lord, please be with Joe. You see how hard that was? Because you're still in your mind, you don't see him the same as you see Sarah because you're fighting. And it's hard for you to say his name. Please be with, with Joe. Lord, I know Joe and I have had our problems Lord, I know Joe and I haven't been the best examples to each other and maybe to others. God, I hope that you could you could always bless Joe. You can always be with Joe. You can always help Joe to grow. Amen. You know how hard that is sometimes? That's how you challenge your prayer life. Pray for your enemies. Well, does that mean that praying for your enemies is some magic potion that's going to help your enemies to love you? No. Because I could pray for Joe with all of my heart consistently but does that mean Joe's going to pray for me no does that mean Joe's going to love me no does that mean Joe's going to talk to me no but what does the Bible command me to do despite what Joe's doing what does the Bible command me to do 
I'm still to pray for Joe. You see what I'm saying? So it's an attitude, right? We do it not because uh, we want to show Joe that we're a bigger person he is. We don't do it to show, hey, look, I'm mightier than you are because I have the ability to pray for you even though you don't pray for me. That's not what it's about. What it's about is an attitude that Christ had, right? And the attitude was, no matter what's done in me, I will pray for you and I will love you because Christ loved me first. You see what I mean? It's it's an attitude. that It's something that we should have. And so... In order to challenge our faith, we have to pray when things are hard. Not pray just when things are easy. Pray for your enemies. Pray for hard situations. Pray for when things seem like they're not going to work out. That's when you grow the most. You know, just like with anything. Like when you're lifting weights or working out or doing whatever. You grow more when you lift more than what you can. You grow more where you can run farther than what you think you can do because you're pushing your limits. And so spiritually in your prayers, put in some, some spiritual sweat. Pray for those that, that hurt you and despitefully use you. Pray for those that do those things to you. Pray for those that say things about you. Pray for those that don't like you. Pray for them. And here's my challenge to you. When you pray for those people, Pray for them by name. It's it's it ain't easy. I was at I was at a uh, a job I didn't necessarily like, and there was a lot of um, there was a lot of arguing. There was a lot of blaming. There was a lot of yelling at us, at me and other people. And what I decided to do was to pray for these people. And when I prayed for them, when I first started, it was very hard for me to say their name. I would say I would say stuff like, Lord, you know who I'm talking about. Or I would say, Lord, you understand my situation. Or I would say, um, Lord, please bless you know who he is or you know who she is, right? And so I would say stuff like that, but I would never say their names. And things for me didn't start changing until I started saying their names. Lord, please bless Joe. Lord, I know Joe is always angry. I know Joe is always this or this. But God, please help him and bless him. Please bless such and such. Please bless such and such. I know they say this about me. I know they whatever. Please be. You know what I mean? Like once you start praying like that, then not only does it give you comfort and ease and takes you away from things such as envy and holding a grudge against one another, as the Bible commands we shouldn't. It keeps you away from those things. And it drives you towards being compassionate. It drives you towards being Christ-like. It drives you towards having your prayer life up to another level. You know what I'm saying? So that's what prayer can do. But you got to be willing to challenge yourself. you got to be willing to say, okay, this is what I'm going to pray for. I'm going to pray for my enemies. Instead of going around, talking to them about, you know, with your family, talking around around your boys, talking around your girls, talking around certain certain circles instead of talking about them pray for them right and and here's another example that we can do here's one of my pet peeves <clears throat> like like that situation with Joe right Joe and I were once friends but because of our fight we're not friends anymore so I really don't care for Joe that's my problem sometimes with 
when you date inside the church. Sometimes when you, especially with guys and girls that date multiple people, they date you and you're the most important thing in the world. And the next thing you know, you it seems like you're nothing to or you're nothing to them. And it, it's kind of like you're using them in a sense because you go from person to person to person to person to person. And so the person that you were with, sometimes I'm not going to say all the time. Sometimes it is it is good to see them still friends. It's good. It's good to see them work things out that that does happen. But most times they really don't talk to one another. Most times kind of keep your distance. You know what I mean? And I understand it's a little awkward, but at the same time, your your both of your relationships with God trumps what you guys had. Right. So here's another way that we can we can increase our prayer life. And this is just a random example. Let's say, girl, you were dating this guy and let's say this guy's a Christian. You're a Christian. You guys end up breaking up. Right. And let's say the guy, he goes out there and he starts dating two, three girls. Right. Uh, You don't you maybe date here and there, but you don't as much as he does. Right. Would you pray for him? And vice versa, guy, would you pray for her? Because here's the thing. When you guys were together, did you want the best for her? Uh, you probably did. And did she want the best for you? You probably did. So why is it when you're gone that you don't want what's best for them anymore? You see what I'm saying? So prayer is an attitude. And it's it's all about giving up of yourself. And that's just another opportunity for you to pray for somebody. That's just another opportunity for you to, Lord, please bless, please bless Joe in his new relationship. I hope that Joe uh, continues to help Sarah, who he's dating. I hope that they continue to grow together. And I hope they continue to be the best uh, Christians that they can be for you. And then vice versa. Girl, you could pray or, or guy, you could pray for her. You know, Lord, please uh, bless Sally. You know, Lord, please bless Sally as she's in her new relationship. Help that relationship to grow, to flourish. I hope that they can continue to grow spiritually. I hope they can be the best that they can be for you. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a certain... I'm just bringing up these examples because it's just a certain attitude that we can... Instead of saying, you know, talking bad about the person, pray for the person. You know what I mean? Like, you want to see them successful. You know, you want to see them in a good situation. You want to see them happy. You want to see them excelling. And especially, you want to see them excelling spiritually, right? And here's another way that we could pray and challenge our prayer life. Pray for the future and what you can't see. And so, if you're praying for a job, or if you're praying for uh, a relationship in your life, Pray and use that time to really talk to God. Lord, I ask that you would um, you would please bless um, my future wife. God, I, I hope that you would help her. I hope that you would bring her closer. I hope that I could be ready when she's here. Vice versa, girl, Lord, please bless my future husband. Whether I've met him or not, please continue to be with him. Help him to grow. Help him to continue to be the best person that he can be. Help him to fight temptation. Help him to do these things so that when we're together, we can help lead each other uh, to heaven. 
You know what I mean? Like when you start praying for stuff like that, that's when things start to change. And here's here's actually um, here's a book that I wanted to recommend uh, to you guys here. I'll pull it up here on my iPad here, and I hope you can see it through the screen. Oh, just went to there. We go. Thirty-one prayers for my future wife. Uh, by Aaron and Jennifer Smith. I don't think you can see it. You can see it a little bit there. 31 prayers for my future wife. And they also have a book, 31 prayers for my future husband. And once you go through this book, it goes and it talks about, I mean, it goes in depth, talking, praying for her family, pray for her worthiness, pray for her beauty, pray for her purpose, pray that she'll have confidence in you as a man, pray for her finances, pray for her wisdom, pray for her health, pray for her integrity, pray for her friends, you know, there's so much that we can pray for, you know, whether we know the person or not, there's so much that we can just give to God and say, look, Lord, please be with this, be with this, be with this, be with that, you know what I mean, now do you see once you start praying this way, your prayer life starts to change. And it's not all about you. It's about other people. And you see, being a servant is not just doing something. It's not just an action where, you know, I preached a sermon. I served. Or I helped this person and I visited them. I served. That's great stuff. But another way that we can serve is through our prayers. And I forgot where the quote was, but it said one of the most beautiful things that you can do is bring a person's name before the throne of God and they don't know about it. That's one of the, the purest signs of love for somebody that you bring their name before the throne of God and they have no idea that you did it. So I hope that as we study this, that your prayer life will grow, that my prayer life will grow. That once we start doing that, we can see that, okay, we can really work with this. And I can see my prayer, my faith growing. And I hope that you can do that too. So I hope you enjoy that podcast. I hope that you will continue to pray for me uh, as I pray for you. Uh, there's so much to pray for and the Lord's the Lord's here to listen, right? And so I hope that you continue to pray. Again, you can listen on Spotify. You can listen on iTunes. Listen on YouTube. We're on Instagram now. Again, it's Jordan A Pew 26. Just uh, add a follow there, and I'll follow you back. Then uh, you can start listening to the content, and and uh, we can you know start this this faith train rolling, so you can continue to grow and learn and be the best person that you can be. Thank you.